Hello everyone and welcome to Finding Faith, a podcast exploring Christianity, our faith, our practice, and the scriptures, and their place in today's modern world. My name is Rob, and I hope you'll join me on this journey of finding faith. Hello everyone, and welcome back to Finding Faith. I am your host, Rob, and uh, today I'm going to just kind of talk a little bit about what's going on uh, locally, uh, where I am, and kind of in in the world and in our country, and then I want to read a passage from scripture and maybe kind of riff off of that a little bit. Um, today I was really disheartened, I was looking at the news, and uh, and for those who are tuning in for kind of the first time, uh, I'm in Canada, uh, specifically I'm in the prairies in the beautiful province of Manitoba, and uh, there was a news article that came up in the CBC and it was about protests being planned uh, for outside of hospitals. Um, they're kind of an anti-vaccine, anti-COVID measures protest. And it was really disheartening to see that this is going to take place in front of hospitals. Other ones have um, already happened. And, and now it's kind of like this large multiple protests in front of multiple hospitals across the country. And it was just really disheartening to see that that people would go out and disrupt a place of healing. Hospitals are a place of healing. They're where we go when we are you know, seriously ill and we need people to care for us and to make us well again. And where people go if they're not well and, and if they can't be made well, it's where they go to be made comfortable uh, before ultimately passing away. Um, I'm sorry, you could probably hear my cat meowing in the background. I'm just home on my lunch hour and recording this episode, and and he is deciding to chat back to me. And anyways, this this I found this really, really, really disheartening because um, it's just such a display of disrespect and a display of animosity towards our fellow human beings and I was reminded when I saw it that you know God loves each and every person he loves these protesters as well but he calls on us to love our neighbor and when these protesters are creating a barrier that makes it difficult or uncomfortable for patients to enter and exit the hospital and for the staff, the doctors and the nurses and the cleaning staff and the cooks and the all, all the many, many, many people that it takes to run a hospital. It It's just really disheartening to think that they are acting in a way that clearly does not love their neighbor. Now, of course, this pandemic's been hard on everyone. Um, it's hard on on people from all different walks of life who work in all different kinds of jobs and and it's easy to become frustrated and want to lash out and i think that that's partly what this is is people are wanting to lash out and people get some different ideas on how they should be allowed to live their lives or on what is good and what is bad and and instead of coming together 
as citizens of a nation and, and members of a community to try to come through this stronger, our communities are becoming more and more divided. Um, and, and politics has a lot to do with that. In some cases, I think um, religion is playing a, a component um, where people are basing their, their stances on different ways of interpreting scripture, different ways of interpreting their faith. And unfortunately, a lot of those interpretations really aren't grounded in, in true interpretation of the Bible. You know, there is a lot of the positions being taken that, that are just coming off of misinterpretation of Scripture and misinterpretation of what God has called us to do. And uh, I really apologize for the background noise. My animals are now, I have a dog and a cat, and uh, they are now playing with one of my my son's toys. It's a little plastic ball, and they're batting it around. And of course, I don't have the best microphone set up, so please bear with me. So I wanted to turn to Scripture today, and, and before I started this podcast, I prayed to God to, to guide me in, in making this podcast episode. I, I asked the Lord to... Um, grant me wisdom and to provide a message that he wants to be um, given and so when I opened my Bible I just kind of randomly opened it up and I landed on uh, Psalm 46 God is our fortress and you know, verse 1 was really pertinent. It just jumped straight out at me. It's like, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Well, man, if our society isn't in trouble right now, then I don't know when it ever has been. You know, you look at history and and people go, you know, history is just full of stories of trouble, full of trials and tribulations. And now is really no different. There's been other times in history where I think things, you could argue things have been much worse. Um, but we are living in a time of trouble. And so God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Verse 2 goes on to say, Therefore we will not fear, though the earth gives away, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea. Well, at least locally where I am, the earth hasn't given away and, and we don't have mountains to be moved into the sea. But I think the passage is saying, you know, though it might seem like the, the earth is falling out from under you, then the mountains are crumbling, the world is falling apart, right? Is this imagery, this, this imagery of the world's falling apart. You know, though its waters roar and foam, uh, though the mountains tremble at its swelling, there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God will help her when morning dawns. The nations rage, the kingdoms totter. He utters his voice, the earth melts. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come, behold the works of the Lord. Now he has brought desolations on the earth. He makes wars cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the chariots with fire. 
Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. So it it creates this imagery. This passage creates imagery of, of you know, the world kind of crumbling, uh, whether it's natural disasters or war, um, nations uh, raging against one another, or, or perhaps nations even just raging, maybe the people rising up, that God is in control. God is our fortress. God will protect us and defend us. Now, I don't mean that prayer to God alone is your armor against say the COVID-19 virus, I encourage everybody to go out and get vaccinated. But God's provided us with the tools to come through this okay. And that even if we do become sick, even if we do die from illness, things will be okay because we have faith in God and God is going to uplift us and defend us and ultimately be our savior and safeguard our soul. So, you know, God is our fortress. And so in these times of trouble, you know, I really encourage prayer. And prayer is something that I struggled with for a long time. And coming back uh, to Christianity, like I said in my first episode, you know, having spent so much time, you know, over a decade practicing um, Buddhism, coming back, prayer was kind of a struggle. It was it was kind of a challenge. And... Um, you, you may remember from the first episode that before kind of migrating to Buddhism for like almost 11 years, I, um, you know, was practicing as a Catholic and I had been confirmed in the Catholic church. And, and now due to my wife and I, you know, our, our beliefs and our positions on certain social issues and positions on issues such as women's rights and, and things like that, that we just can't see ourselves as being in full communion with the Catholic Church, which means that we just, we don't fully conform to the church's um, belief set. So we are attending the United Church of Canada, which is uh, the church that I initially grew up in as a kid. And, um, but we still hold a lot of the teachings of, of Catholicism to be true. And one of the ways that I used to really love praying was uh, praying the rosary. And while praying the rosary is kind of typically looked at as a Catholic thing, there are Protestant denominations that pray a version of the rosary. The Anglicans do it. The Lutherans do it. Um, I'm not sure how much they do it anymore, but traditionally it's been something that's been done. And so I went and I got my rosary back out. I had it up in a cupboard. And um, so I took it down and um, used the rosary to start praying again. And mainly because it, it's got a structure to it. And when you just aren't sure how to talk to God, sometimes all you need is a structure to your prayer. And so I've been praying the rosary, uh, trying to pray it every day. That hasn't totally happened. Um, and then at night before I go to bed, say the Lord's Prayer. Just because these are these are pre-written, structured prayers that they have a format that can follow and, and they can be used in, in some ways as a bit of a meditation. And so I've kind of been been doing that, you know, while praying the rosary, you kind of, um, well, there's the, the various, um, meditations that are done while praying the rosary, you know, the reflections that you do. And, uh, when praying the Lord's prayer, it's just asking God to watch over us and to forgive us and to, um, 
for forgive others as well. And so, you know, finding that structured prayer format has helped me because with some of the stuff going on in the world, I, I don't even know how to approach the stuff, you know, day to day, much less try to commune with God about it, you know, other than just to say, you know, Lord, I don't know what's going on out there, man. It's kind of crazy. Um, you know, just give me strength, give me hope, help me to give hope to others, help me to remember to be kind, you know, especially when I'm dealing with those who are difficult with those who might be in opposition to me. And so God really is, um, being my fortress right now and being a refuge and strength. And I can feel God's presence in that. And, um, it, it has definitely helped. So I encourage everyone, you know, uh, fall back on prayer. And, and even if it's, you know, pulling out a book and finding a prayer written by somebody else or going to a more traditional, uh, prayer, I, I really love, um, the prayers written, um, throughout history, uh, that are kind of contained within, um, I guess the history maybe of the Catholic church, just because a lot of the early church fathers and a lot of the, um, more notable figures throughout mm -hmm. history. Uh, and not, maybe not just the Catholic Church, but also, you know, through the early Protestant Reformation and, and through, you know, some of the older um, traditions, they had such an eloquent, beautiful way of, of writing prayer that it, it's a joy to recite them. And, but there's also a structure to those prayers that makes it very easy to to learn and to utilize as part of our, our, our practice of prayer. So I encourage people, if you're having, if you're struggling talking to God, go out and find a prayer, something that speaks to you, something that you find, um, find beautiful and, and something that you, you find the prayer reflects God's glory, but also reflects the joy that we can have, um, by building that relationship with God and, and use those prayers. So I hope everyone has a great week. I um, hopefully will make another episode yet this week. I'm not sure. We'll see how things go. But for now, take care. God bless. And if you have any ideas for topics or you want to communicate with me, you can email me at steadyinthestorm at gmail.com. That is steadyinthestorm at gmail.com. God bless.